Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Trying to Care. If this is your first time listening, my name is Ashley. This is basically my personal diary, but for everyone all over the world to listen to, and also kind of free therapy for you, so you can thank me later. I am so happy to have you listening. Last week's episode, I talked about relationships and more so breakups, so a lot of you ended up messaging me and wanting me to talk more about being alone after a breakup or after losing all of your friends and also how to be comfortable and enjoy being alone. So that's what we're going to get into today. But before we do, I need to do a little self-promo because if you don't shout yourself out and support yourself, who is going to do that for you? Mm, No one. So if you want to keep up with me on my socials, you can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Corbo and at Trying Not the Number Two Care Podcast. And then I have TikTok, which is at Little Baby Aries and at I am way hotter than you. And I'm going to try to do my best at posting on YouTube. I want the videos I post on YouTube to sync up with the podcast. So if I'm talking about friendships, for example, like one week, I want to do a YouTube video that relates to friendships as well and gives you a little more insight into what we're talking about. So if you're into that, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I think if you just look up Ashley Corbo, um, I'll link it on my Instagram for you. And if you like trying not to care, please give it a five-star review. It helps me out so much and I really do appreciate it. All right, I'm done being an annoying ass bitch. Let's get into being alone. I feel like it's looked at as a bad thing if you are alone a majority of the time. You're called a loner and people pity you when being alone doesn't have to be a bad thing. A lot of people default to being alone because they've been hurt or they do it when something bad happens, but that doesn't have to be the reason to choose being on your own. Being on your own can be a wonderful thing and more times than not, I choose to spend my time by myself even when something bad didn't necessarily happen to me. I love spending time alone and we'll get into that, but the majority of people don't. People are actually very scared of being alone And the reason they fear being alone isn't because they're afraid of the idea of having no one around, but it's because they're afraid they'll have to face their own thoughts. 
when you're constantly surrounding yourself with people and jam-packing your schedule throughout the day to the point the only time alone you have is when you go to bed, you don't have time to analyze your thoughts. And you might be like, Ashley, why the hell do I have to analyze my thoughts? They're my thoughts. I shouldn't have to think about thinking. But that's exactly it. How you think determines how you feel and how you live your day-to-day life. The way you think determines how you act and how you respond to things in your environment. Without analyzing your thoughts and checking in with yourself daily, you're basically on autopilot and are doing things and reacting to things without knowing the reason behind them. Let's say you get really upset about something and you freak the fuck out, which is so out of character for you, and you don't know why you did that. If you took the time to be by yourself and face your thoughts without distraction, you might realize some trauma you had years ago and the reason you got upset earlier is because there was a trigger that set you off. Acknowledging trauma is really uncomfortable. Thinking negative things about yourself and remembering things that hurt you is uncomfortable and that's why people try so hard to distract themselves with people and things. It's much harder to think about something bad that happened to you or something that's bothering you when you're with a group of people having fun at a party. It's harder to hear those thoughts when you're watching Netflix and texting your friends while also scrolling through TikTok. People do these things to avoid facing their pain and they try to suppress it for as long as they can. People know when they're alone, everything they've been pushing down and ignoring is going to make its way back up and they'll have to eventually face it and they don't want to do that. And that's why we settle for these shitty relationships and these shitty friendships. Some people would rather have friends and partners who treat them like ass and cheat on them and lie to them and are mean to them just so they have plans or someone to fall asleep with that night. I was reflecting on the friendships I've had in my life and I was someone growing up who always hung out with different people. Each school year, I'd have a new best friend or a new set of friends. There was never consistency in who I hung out with and I also was never alone. And part of the reason I was the way I was is because When someone treated me badly or I felt a disconnect from that person, I would find someone else to hang out with. I was always seeking someone new to make me feel good, and I never for a second thought, hey, maybe it's not the people who are making me unhappy, maybe I'm just unhappy. I would depend on a new person to fill a void for me every time, and I always made sure that regardless if I liked that person or not, there was someone to take place of the last because I couldn't imagine being alone. I settled in a lot of my friendships and relationships because of my fear and inability to be on my own. But what I've learned in the past few years is you can't depend on other people and you can't depend on external things to make you feel good when inner you feels like shit. If you are putting all of your trust into other people to fix your issues, you are going to be so let down when they can't do that justice and I will tell you right now, they won't be able to. Your best friend, your boyfriend, that party you went to last night, They all might make you feel good and might make you forget your problems, but it's only temporary. If you are expecting these people and these external things to relieve your pain, what are you going to do when there's a time that those people or those things aren't accessible? What if the people you hang out with and talk to every day are all unavailable at the same time? What if there's a time you can't leave your house to keep yourself occupied? I feel like we all learned that the hard way when COVID hit and everything shut down. And... At the end of the day, everything and everyone around you are only additions to you in your life. They are a privilege to you, but you aren't entitled to them. But what you are entitled to is taking care of yourself, loving yourself, and spending every single second with you. You also have to think, if you don't enjoy spending time with you, why do you expect others to enjoy spending time with you? 
If you can't sit by yourself and talk to you, why would anyone want to waste their time talking to you? I've said this before, but you know yourself better than anyone. If you don't love you and everything you've been through, everything you've done, if you can't find love for yourself, if you can't find forgiveness for yourself, how do you expect there to be anyone out there who will love you? And in no way am I saying that you should give up on love and that you aren't deserving of people loving you. I am just pointing out that you are relying so much on people around you when there is only one person in this entire world who can give you love indefinitely and who can heal you. And that's you. And in order to get to that place and give yourself that, you need to spend time alone and discover what it is that's holding you down and making you feel so bad. Obviously, it's not going to be fun at first. Working through whatever it is that you've gone through and you're avoiding is painful. And you might feel shame and anger. You might feel like the scummiest, most undeserving person alive. You might cry and throw up and do that on repeat for a couple days. But it's a part of healing And in order to get through it and move forward, you have to do just that. Move through it. Like, this is the the dumbest metaphor example I can give you. But it is September and it is spooky season. So picture yourself walking through a haunted house. Pretend you didn't want to go, but your friend forced you to. You know for a fact that going through this house is going to be fucking awful and also terrifying. And there's going to be monsters jumping out at you. And it's the last thing that you want to do. But you started walking through it. And as bad as it is going through it, the only way to get out of that house and stop all of these monsters from coming after you is to face them and walk through the fucking house to the exit. If you want all of the things that you keep suppressing inside of you to stop coming up and attacking you like the dumb monsters, you need to face them and walk through them. As soon as one thing comes up, face it, analyze it, and walk through it until it's not bothering you anymore. Like I said, confronting what is bothering you is not going to feel good. It's going to be super uncomfortable and that's why we avoid it and distract ourselves from doing it. But taking the time to do that will be one of the best decisions of your life. Being able to heal yourself and eventually have the ability to live comfortably on your own and rely solely on you is so powerful and freeing because There's nothing that can take that away from you. You won't wake up one day to a breakup text from yourself. You won't have to worry about someone deciding they stopped loving you. You won't have to fight for anyone's attention if the only attention you're worried about is your own. Think about spending time alone as being able to spend time with the best friend that you've literally ever had. This best friend listens to you, is sensitive to your feelings, doesn't judge you, is always down for whatever that you want to do. With a friend like that, why wouldn't you want to spend time with them? That's literally what you have with yourself. So why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Spending time alone doesn't have to be boring. You don't have to lay in bed on your phone when you have no plans. That's the good thing about not having to rely on others and being able to fulfill your own needs. If your friends are busy but you want to go to Target or go get a coffee, you are fully capable of doing that by yourself. Anything that you are craving to do, you don't have to ask permission to go do. That's the freedom of being your own best friend. Find comfort in having the privilege to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Live your life on your time and spend that time exploring what you like and what you want to do. I have spent more time alone this year than I have my entire life. I do live with my boyfriend, 
but we both are very independent and he has way more friends than I do. He's a little social butterfly and even a year ago, him going off and playing golf with his friends would bother me because if he was going to hang out with them, that meant I was going to be alone and I would hate that and I would get so upset. But since deciding to distance myself from a lot of people and work on myself, I look forward to spending time alone. I look forward to my morning routine while he's at work. I look forward to Friday nights journaling and cleaning my apartment. I look forward to little things in my life that I get to do by myself. When people think of being alone, it's easy to tell yourself that there's nothing good that comes from it. It's easy to tell yourself that you have no friends and no one likes you and you'll feel lonely, but there really is so much good that comes from it and so much you can gain. Since healing myself and becoming comfortable doing things alone, I have gained so much confidence. I was one of those people who would not go anywhere without anyone. If I wanted to go thrifting, I wasn't going until my boyfriend was free or my friends wanted to come. I was that girl who would never walk in the room first and I would literally make my friends walk in front of me because I had such bad anxiety. And I was that girl who would refuse to show up to places alone because of my anxiety. I would literally make my friends pick me up or I'd go out of my way to drive them just so I didn't have to walk into a restaurant or party alone. Now, it's rare if I go anywhere with anyone. I do most things alone and I do them confidently and I look forward to it. Being alone has shown me I could do whatever I want without having to ask permission from anyone and I don't feel like I'm being held back from things because others don't want to do them. I've learned so much about myself and what I want out of life because there's so much clarity. When you surround yourself with people who aren't meant for you or don't have your best interests in mind, things feel foggy. You don't have a clear understanding of what you want because you're so focused on what they want and what they're doing. And that's the thing. We have our head shoved so far up everyone else's ass and we care so much about what they think and care so much about their opinions that we lose sight of our own. You spend so much time with your friends listening to their thoughts and absorbing their opinions that their thoughts become your own. Think about the times you've wanted to post a photo of yourself, but you had to send those photos to your friends for their opinion on which one you should post or if you should post them at all. Yes, creative criticism is good, but it's not better than what you think is good for yourself. And when you aren't with your friends and you're alone, you're scrolling through TikTok or listening to a podcast or listening to music and are then listening to what those people think and what they're saying and then their thoughts become your own. So when you don't spend time actually alone, fully quiet, just sitting with your thoughts, you lose track of what you actually think and what you believe in. You're filling your mind with what everyone else thinks and you don't give yourself the time to question if you even agree with those thoughts. In previous friendships, I would leave them and go home feeling worse because I knew when I was around them, I was showing up as someone who wasn't me and who I didn't like. I was doing things and saying things that I didn't even agree with in order to fit in and impress these people just to avoid being alone. I felt lost because my values and my actions weren't lining up and I didn't know what I actually wanted out of life. It wasn't until I took the time to explore my thoughts, the good and the bad, and tried to figure out what the hell was going on inside of me that I realized I didn't agree with the people I was hanging out with and their thoughts. And if my thoughts clashed so hard with theirs and they weren't making me feel good, 
then they weren't doing anything productive for me. And realistically, they were just filling my time to distract myself from my internal struggles. Once I resolved those internal struggles, there was no reason to have those people in my life because I didn't need a distraction anymore. When you spend time alone with no one to influence your thoughts or actions, you start to learn what you need from others and what you expect from others. You learn to set new expectations for those who come into your life. Because once you're comfortable with being alone and you know how to fulfill your own needs and make yourself happy, you don't have time for people who don't meet those requirements. You'll learn to settle less and genuinely want to surround yourself with people who match your energy and make you feel good because you physically won't have the energy to entertain anyone who doesn't. You won't need distractions or excuses anymore. The people that come into your life now are just additions and if they don't make you feel the way you make yourself feel, then they aren't for you. Also, I just feel like it's admirable to see someone who enjoys being alone. Everything in life is so fast-paced and everyone seems to have their big friend groups and on top of having big friend groups, people are constantly posting about them on social media and it's almost refreshing when you are able to acknowledge that someone doesn't have that and spends the majority of their time alone and is okay with it. Some of us may look at someone who isn't out all the time with friends or is never in a relationship and we question how they do it and how they're not miserable because we can't comprehend the idea of being alone. Enjoying your company and showing people that you like company but you don't need company is powerful. Even more than that, being healed is powerful. Stepping away from going out and being busy and taking time to heal and then coming back and showing up as a completely reinvented and recharged version of you is badass and super inspiring. I mean, there's people that I've reconnected with from years ago and I see them now and they're like, Ashley, you're a completely different person. There's people that, you know, I wasn't friends with in high school, middle school, and they've listened to my podcast or have seen me on social media and they're like, Ashley, you are so different than what I remember you in a good way. And it's because I was fucking miserable. I was not a good person back then because of everything I was struggling with internally And now that I've healed and I'm still healing, I'm not who I was. I'm, I mean, I am, but I'm a better version of who I was. And that's just so powerful to have people acknowledge that and say, hey, I recognize that you took the time to take care of yourself. I think the bottom line is you will never get the most out of your life by avoiding yourself. You can go to the most extravagant parties, go on the prettiest vacations, buy yourself luxury items, be so successful, but you will never truly be happy or experience real love if you don't take the time to take care of yourself. You owe yourself the time and energy you keep putting into everyone else and you deserve to give yourself the same compassion and forgiveness you hand out so easily to everyone else. Self-love can be all the pretty and romanticized things like doing a face mask and getting your nails done and calling yourself pretty. But you also need to sit down and comfort the parts of you that you don't think are so pretty and the parts of you that you avoid healing because it's uncomfortable. I haven't done an assignment in a while and I know some of you have been asking me to do one. 
And I think this is the perfect episode to do it, especially since it's like a shorter episode um, and like right to the point. So this week, I want you to set aside a small amount of your time each day to do something alone. Take yourself out for coffee, go on a walk, set aside an hour before bed to journal about your day and how you're feeling or how you want to feel tomorrow. You don't have to take a whole day alone if you're not ready for that, but just spending time by yourself in small increments can build up having the courage and capability of being okay on your own for more than that. So do that. I'm also going to, even though the majority of the time I am alone, I'm still going to do the assignment and go out of my way to set aside time to be alone. Even if my boyfriend is home, you know, I'm going to take an extra half an hour to myself and just focus on me. Because the more you do it, the better you will become, the more recharged you will feel. And just remember that being on your own is not a bad thing. And it's not because you're not deserving of having company. You are. It's just you're deserving of good company, which means the people you surround yourself with and being able to enjoy your own company without feeling sick to your stomach. So I hope this episode helped my besties who are in their loner era or are struggling with the idea of having to be alone. And also, you're never really alone. I swear on everything, if you ever need someone to talk to, my DMs are always open and I would love to talk to you. Like for real, the best part of my day is answering DMs from you guys and just connecting with you. So please, like I feel like I beg you every episode, please DM me, please message me. I love you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I will talk to you next week. I love you besties. Bye.